0: We are Wrestling Elitist. I'm your co-host, Chris Scott Moore, joined as always with, and I'm going to go personal here, Alex Galoot Gibson and Sourpuss Sean Nash.
1: Oh,
0: whoa! suck on that sourpuss. Damn, a galoot, but I'm I'm
1: Sourpuss? Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, if this is your first time listening to this show, buckle up, because shit's just about to get crazier. (laughs) starting off that hot we've got nothing but hot takes all day long today no but thank you for subscribing if this is your first time listening please subscribe uh via itunes or spotify or wherever you get your podcast uh, you can follow us on the uh social medias on the twitter and on the instagram at wrestling Elitist podcast and then you can also visit us via the worldwide web at wrestlingelitist.com uh, just posted last week a look back at Survivor Series 89. I'm wearing my old school Survivor Series shirt as well. We'll look talk a little bit it. about... Goddamn right, man. Kicking it old school for an old Thank school Thank God cat. we have video. Yeah. Or else <laughs> you guys would be so lost. What logo would it be? No, uh, <laughs> And then we'll talk about Survivor Series as well today. There was a lot to discuss about that show. It was very interesting. Uh, really cool main event with roman and uh the war game so we'll talk about that in depth but sean for the first time uh listeners how the what the what how huh, what's the format
1: <laughs> <laughs> we always give you guys our news match moment, cringes of the week and then what we're looking forward to along with everything else happening in the world but i can't we can't let this slip someone in aew is listening to this show Good for Jamie Hader getting that, that full AEW Women's title credentials. Good, good on Thunder Rosa. Let it go, but whoever the hell's listening, just make yourself known. Just hit us up on Twitter. Maybe give us a retweet.
0: It's yeah, not Jeff please. Jarrett.
1: Maybe you it know, already. I don't think
0: it's him. Uh, it, I, I thought someone was for a minute there because we had Alex Abrante mysteriously gone, oh, and then gosh. Alex Alex's favorite wrestler came back. Name trained at the Stu Heart Dungeon.
2: I've started I've started going by Al in my professional career just because <laughs> smart, just because of that.
0: Oh, well, OK, let's go into the news of the week. There's a lot happening in the world of wrestling. Alex, what stood out to you?
2: Well, it's ever changing. We here at Wrestling Leaders, we can pivot on a dime and about 10 minutes before I uh, logged on to our conversation today to, to record this. Uh, changed my news of the week, and it's that uh, there's a little bit of a kerfuffle, it sounds like, after the main event of Survivor Series War Games.
1: Um, There was a
2: uh, slap that KO gave Roman Reigns that apparently ruptured an eardrum, led to Roman being visibly heated backstage, and then even going as far to call out uh, KO's ability and, and question his ability as a professional wrestler. So um hopefully that's just boys being boys some testosterone was flowing uh, after a great match and uh you know saying some things you don't believe but there's some rumors that I might even be changing the royal rumble main event to uh instead of being ko versus roman which i think would be a great a great match to run back ko's fucking like he is just on fire in terms of crowd reaction uh the last few weeks uh to sheamus who is having a little bit of a career renaissance but I think is not as exciting, especially when you think about the storyline that that kind of creates, or the storyline path that they've been going on with Sami Zayn and now being a member of the Bloodline, having been the honorary oos, Kevin Owens being his best friend for the last twenty years, all of that stuff. We all know that. I really hope that they can get over this and and continue down the path for Royal Rumble. I'm looking forward to that uh, pay per view. I think it's going to be a good one and. Personally, if I'm going to if I'm going to be sitting through three hours of wrestling, I'd rather see KO versus Roman as that main event rather than KO versus Sheamus.
1: It seems so petty in a industry that you do nothing but hit each other and throw each other. You'd just be assaulted I, by the slap. Like, yeah.
2: Look, come I on. am I am no uh, Hulk Hogan, but I, I myself has, have ruptured near drum, uh, winning a slap bet. Um, you know, sometimes you don't know your own strength and it's a, uh, it's an unfortunate, it's an unfortunate symptom of, uh, what happens. But I think that there's so many, there's so many other weird freak injuries that happen where it's actually somebody being unsafe versus, uh, somebody like, I, I just think a slap is a pretty basic thing for that to have happen there. And, uh, to, to then to have that potentially change a main event seems, seems goofy. I saw that it was technically an unplanned spot but i don't think you necessarily have to consider sean can you control yourself over there
1: that was an unplanned spot too right there (laughs) that (laughs) was a very unplanned spot but eh, let it go no one's no one's i mean uh, we already threw thunder rosa under the bus for her sandbagging just let things go and do the job for each other roman look up stoicism He's just
0: doing the old Chappelle show bit of uh, what do the five fingers say to the face and Roman just just didn't know the reference. (laughs) Sean, what was your news of the week?
1: What was my news of the week? Oh, Triple H finally is coming around to uh, do a little bit of reevaluating of some of the WWE gimmick premium live events matches spoke during the the, uh, presser after war games. Good, good for us. Uh, uh, he kind of sees as well as we do that the challenges to money in the bank elimination chamber just don't make sense. It's not going to happen. It, it makes no sense for just every month to get into that point where, oh, it's July, it's October, it's time for money in the bank, it's time for hell in a cell. Let's, let's get past that. Let's have some reason. Let's have some actual story to it. And that's that's kind of what we've been discussing for quite a while, I think, even in our friendship or in, in this podcast. So would love to see that would love just money in the bank to be like a uh, WrestleMania thing every now and then or hell in a cell only when the feuds really boiling over
2: i actually don't even mind money in the bank staying a gimmick pay-per-view because you don't need a specific feud for that that can always it's just like the royal rumble you don't need a feud to start a royal rumble uh, so i'm okay with the money in the bank side of things but everything else like an extreme rules hell in a cell uh, even elimination chamber, I'm actually okay with that because that's another one where it's like, how are you going to just have six guys that are feuding with each other for the title naturally every year at the perfect um, moment? Yeah, um, I'm okay. So I'm okay with money in the bank and that staying, but everything else, yeah. Hell in a cell, I I think that Hell in a cell has been ruined. I think Chris, when we talk about kind of your thoughts on the war games uh, stuff later, I think that I think that Hell in a cell, I feel the same way in terms of like it used to be something that you would look at as like this is a end all be all. Like these two people hate each other. That's going to be brutal. And now it's basically a cage match where the cage just is a little bit bigger. And I think that that's kind of the problem potentially with with war games for people, especially when you compare it to something like a Blood and Guts that AEW did this year. But yeah, I I love the idea of them getting rid of that gimmick pay-per-view all the time and making it more of a special thing.
0: Well, and it just needs to be reset too. I think what they'll end up doing is they'll end up going back to pay-per-views that have a specialty flair to them. Once there's a need to separate pay-per-views on a monthly basis or whatever it is, right? You'll, you'll want to give shows an identity again, but they've become Bridges. so blah that you do have to break up the cycle. I would love to see Elimination Chamber move to a way different part of the year. It's really fucking dumb coming out of the Royal Rumble to have another multi-person match with deciding who's going to be the main event at WrestleMania when you just have a match that's predicated upon that. It just seems like an additional hoop to go through. Um, mm-hmm. And especially for those other guys that like, well, you didn't win the Royal Rumble. Why do you get another chance to go? Like, I just, I don't get the logic of that either. I,
2: I feel like it's almost a cop out just around the idea of that way. You don't always have some sort of like a lame duck contender in that ma- in that February timeframe. Right. It makes it still like a somewhat compelling match maybe, but ultimately it really is a meaningless pay-per-view and it should be moved elsewhere, uh, to, to not be so close to mania. I think, but I just think it's otherwise people would be like, Oh, why does it matter? And everyone knows that Rome's going to win it. I guess right. it's just probably, I mean, it's still kind of the same in the Roman case, but I think in in years where you don't have a champion who's been reigning for eighteen or eight hundred days, then it, it it can be something there.
0: I do like the idea though of like you have nothing between the rumble and WrestleMania, just so it's you have a desire to watch a pay per view account and you're just frothing at the mouth for it, as opposed to having like payback, road back, Roadblock. block, road block, Ryback, all these goddamn. Yeah, no, ass it's just WWE
2: Ryback was, is the name of that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's like their way to stick it to him when he's trying to buy the rights of the name. He's going to name the King of the Ring tournament Ryback. they <laughs> always going to keep it.
2: I love fuck that he you. changed his. I love that he changed his name legally to Ryback just so that he could keep that trademark. And I'd love to think that WWE actually wasn't even going to fight it if he just wanted to use it. But they're like, you know, fuck it, let him change his name.
1: Let this. And do now, it. does
2: he even do anything? Besides, I think he just promotes. Uh, he just promotes um, protein powders Oof. that he has now.
0: What's his real name? Is it like Ryan it was like or... it was
2: Ryan Reeves and now it's oh, Ryback okay. Reeves.
0: Oh, that's a fine name. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see like the court documents of like, well, if you really wanted it that bad, <laughs> <laughs> you just had to ask, you just had to yeah. send an
2: email to corporate.
0: <laughs> you just said, if you just said, please, we would do it. <laughs> Um, okay. So speaking of, uh, niceties, let's throw this out the window. Uh, Uh the elite reference CM Punk in Chicago, uh, on dynamite last week. Um, you know, I was going to write an article about it, but I don't think I have enough meat on the bone and I don't have a hot enough take about it, um, to make the article interesting. So sorry, (laughs) that article's not going to be written on the website this week. Um, My thoughts are on this, though. Like, I did love Kenny's quote in Sports Illustrated of we can't talk about it, let it go. I was like, oh, that's kind of the best sort of thing to hear. And I thought that was a good uh, way just to kind of end this. And now this is only going to fuel, I think, speculation of if Punk is coming back. It just adds to drama. Um, It certainly works their own wrestlers. They get so caught up in the drama about it, too. I think there's a negative fear that it could bring um, if they don't deliver. Uh, you've really kind of let on your fans because you've conditioned them, especially with Kenny to think anytime he's taunting someone, a match does come out of it. Like will Osprey. And ultimately it's letting people think that punk is coming back and people love to fantasize about punk coming back and it happened already. And if it doesn't happen again, people are going to be really boo-boo faced about it. And uh I don't know. I just don't like the trolling. Maybe I'm just getting soft uh, in my impending fatherhood, yeah. old age. But I don't that know. That might be
2: it. That might be it. You don't want, yeah, yeah. You don't want to live in a world where where your little man doesn't get to see. Yeah, see I don't Punk want wrestling to
0: have conflict in it. That's just stupid. <laughs>
2: I so I I waited to like bring this up because you put it in your uh, kind of your retrospective of Dynamite show. I think it was in your cringe about the whole idea of teasing this without it actually, you know, coming to fruition or being a match. But I feel like because of the fact that they actually did those things, they 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 purposely fucked up the hangman. Uh, you know, you know how like hilarious, a punk, h- yeah.
0: hilarious trolling. By the way, like yeah, uh, when they did, I they did that. They great. actually,
2: they actually hit the GTS. They didn't. They weren't teasing it. None of it to me was a tease. To me, the fact that they went through with those things it was a fuck you. It wasn't a tease. And I don't at all believe the rumor of uh, Brian Alvarez saying that it was not planned. They kind of were going with the reaction oh, of yeah. the fans. That doesn't make Come sense on. for two reasons. First of all, because uh, everybody knew that they were going to have a reaction. And also by the time they started doing those things, the fans were chanting fuck CM Punk, despite the fact yeah. that it was Chicago. So if anything, them doing it still almost didn't make sense. Because yep. they weren't getting that they weren't getting the heat of this is CM Punk City. So the only way that that's true is if is if that is if like for some reason they just took, they were told by Tony Khan not to do it and then they lied and there, you know, like there's something there that they're lying about There there's no chance that they weren't planning on doing that stuff. But totally. um, I, I didn't mind it because they went through with it. Like I said, it's not Cody teasing the pedigree. It was them doing it. <laughs> and that was kind of the difference to me. Like the tease makes it seem like there's something coming. Doing it to me is like a, just straight up, Hey, go fuck yourself. uh, CM punk. Um, and I think that that was the right move overall because they were in Chicago. If they were in, I don't know, fucking Davin, North Northful, Cleveland, which they go to every three months. I think <laughs> that it wouldn't have made sense, but in the moment, where it was, how new they are to being back. I was fine with it, but be done with it. Don't, don't continue it every single week. Then it does become okay. Wait, is this a tease? I think if you cut it off after this week, you're good.
0: I, I, my only other cringe too with it, and it's not like a big cringe or it's just kind of a, I don't want to see AEW fans hijack shows. And that was something that happens so often with WWE and even with NXT to a certain degree. Um, and doing smart mark chants and it's like oh, i it can get so annoying um we haven't had a bombardment of that but you just want to be careful of like okay how inside you show them when you're not going to go through with it sometimes well yeah and it just it, it it's not in the ring it's just it, it it's an outside the ring it's a speculation it's drama stuff and they don't seem to handle drama very well as a promotion
2: yeah just you know what if you want to combat that though just go to Connecticut.
1: yeah (laughs) they they won't chant shit they They won't chant anything i actually i
2: agree with you though i i hated like when we went to the nxt shows at the royal Oak music theater and you could just tell there's so many fans that are just trying to get themselves over and about a bad house yeah it's there's nothing worse than a wrestling fan who thinks that they're funny and oh god
1: you give them that one little like huh just cause like you're yeah. just trying to say fuck you, but they they take that they run with it. That's their whole night. They like, they yeah, were the they first their person to think of a it.
0: yeah. Mm. They were the first person to think of a fucking shockmaster reference or something <laughs> stupid for the nineties. And they're yes, and yes. Ugh. It's awful. That is one of the most toxic things of going to wrestling shows. That and then also at the Royal Look Music Theater, uh, belt guy was there was like a lonely <laughs> dude with his title belt for just he was so proud of his. <laughs> intercontinental championship it was like he was pat patterson himself it was just the saddest person in the world you know what else is
2: toxic is when chris calls uh fans conrad thompson (laughs) we were at a show in livonia Uh, an Evolve show and uh this guy just walked. It was I. I didn't even know who Conrad was at the time. I hadn't listened to any of his podcasts <laughs> that he'd come out with. And this this big guy that looked just like him, to be honest. Like looking back on it, walks by and he just goes, "Ah, Conrad Thompson." <laughs> and the guy just <laughs> turns around and I remember he had a British accent and he just cussed you out.
0: Yeah, he wasn't happy.
2: Oh, I do not remember this. And I, I yeah. I, I <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Actually,
2: gone. I think go Sean, that by. was. I think that was the same Evolve show that you tried to kick somebody out of. What you thought oh, were our seats but we were on the other side of the-
1: <laughs> that makes sense yeah too much time in the the front bar oh, a little gosh. too much pre-show I mean, I we're Matt talking Riddle. about toxic
0: fans and then we're just the <laughs> biggest douches out of everyone i might you be more it was a one yeah. it was that was a
2: that sh- that was one show it was an oddity we were
1: sean we were and wait- i had yeah we were waiting for a bro in the front bar and he never showed so we we ended up drinking our sorrows a little some you know, of we, us, yeah, we, had to, we had to cover
2: his, we had to cover what he was missing. So yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Just like, sometimes I do have momentarily, uh, like Tourette's of just being mean, like it comes from the Moore family, like my uncles, you've all known them. They will say like someone who's incredibly fat. Hey, slim, someone who's homeless. <laughs> hey, lucky someone who's hideous. Hey, good looking. Like they just, it's, it's not like mean. It's just kind of like, they like the opposite just <laughs> doing it. I don't know. Yeah. The amount of times, though, I, just I've who you seen... Are. Yeah, I've just... I've, I've seen them call court. someone who looks like the elephant man. Hey, good looking. Can you just... Like, <laughs> the
2: elephant. The more tech.
0: <sighs> it Ugh. is, yeah. God only knows what's going to happen to my son. Just what kind of weird, shitty thing that he does that he doesn't know is shitty that he's trying to be cute about. Oh little guy doesn't even know. Yeah, very much so. Okay, well, let's go into match of the week. Um... I think we're all in unison on this one, right?
1: Yeah. No changes. Yeah.
0: Alex, yeah, what, so- do <laughs> to, what do you want to talk about?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep that. I'm not even in that one. Um, so <laughs> it was Death Triangle versus the Elite. So we just talked about it with... There was a lot of CM Punk references in that match. And I think that... Those could have detracted from it, but I think it was such a hot match. The fans were so into it. I was so interested going into it, what the fan reaction was going to be. It started with a fuck the elite chant, then a fuck CM Punk chant. And then even when the elite cheated at the end, you know, uh, doing a low blow, um, there was like the fans were not really that upset about that. It was just such a hot match. And I think what it boils down to is how many times have we seen the death triangle or the Lucha Brothers face the elite or the, the young bucks, yeah, and every time they managed to make it feel fresh, entertaining uh, and enjoyable. And there, there's nothing really that I would say stands out to me from a spot point because it's nothing really new that we haven't seen before. But I, I have enjoyed the story that they're telling with this, with the hammer once again, playing a part this time, the elite brought their own, but then uh, the death triangle had an even bigger one to use and still were able to pull out the win I, I thought it was overall just a uh, fantastic follow-up to the match that they had at the pay-per-view, and continue to look forward to uh, what they are going to be doing
1: as the um, series moves on. For the follow-up to be like four days after the the pay-per-view match, it's it held it held up right to that, so that was perfect. The the crowd ref- definitely put a lot into it. The the go to sleep, nice little fuck you. Even Michael Nakazawa is doing the little hand gesture in the corner. It was was all great. And just to to keep it so fresh after four days after just wrestling, that's kudos to them for being six of the best currently.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny in wrestling, you always hear like Vince and Triple H would say like, we tell stories. And it's like, well, what story are you going to tell if it's fucking King Kong Bundy versus Kamala or something like, okay, it's not a great narrative. But with this match, with it being um, a series, they can really, truly play off the other matches that they've had and play off their previous bouts as well and tell uh, hopefully a very coherent, unique story that unfolds. Uh, And there's a lot of potential because all six of them are genuinely excellent workers. There's not like a shitty one in the bunch or a one that you're like, oh, God, that one's he's there to take a pen. Yeah. yeah, there's not the bitch in the on the teams. Um which is great to see and I think um I would love to see though if they did something like different and just had them get swept or maybe they go five matches or six matches they don't go the full seven. I think that would be unique and something different. Um but I like where things are going so far.
2: I I would like that but I just don't see them going cuz cuz uh, <laughs> game 7 or match 7 is in LA. Right. And I just don't see them not Doing that, my big hope is that we don't see a tearing off the mask spot that gives the like we did <laughs> on Bucks Wednesday. We- yeah, yeah, and another one. Like you know, what I mean, like I just uh, don't need yeah. that to be how like because they've they've beaten the Luch Brothers that way. Luch Brothers, they'll were go a, for it. Yeah. They were in a nine month feud about that. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, please tear off one of their masks and they just have another mask on. like. Something like that, and then turn yeah, it exactly. off again, and then there's another one. It's just like a whole. There's like 15. It's like a whole cartoon thing. Full face. Actually, paint. actually, you know what? Now that's that's what I want. Uh, is, is that if it doesn't, if that happen, if that happens, Tony Khan is a listener. There's Past zero.
0: <laughs> there's zero chance. No one If to out come out and it looks like his head has elephantitis, then we know that that's a sign. <laughs> um,
2: you know, I was gonna have this as my cringe. Once again, it's something that I changed kind of last minute here. Um, do you guys think that this is the fact that they're not having anything on rampage? It's all dynamite. It feels like it's just proof at this point that rampage doesn't matter. And I I wonder if, if this gives you guys that same feeling or if you've just already accepted it, so it doesn't even surprise you that they're doing this, but it shocks me that when you have a best of seven, these teams are facing off time and time again. I know it kind of lines up well with winners coming and the LA show and everything, but how do you not have at least one of these going on rampage to hopefully, you know, make people want to tune in?
1: Yeah. When you sent that over, it definitely just solidified the, the thought that that is just such a, a B B list TV show, or even maybe C list. Cause you just, you throw whatever you want on it, but nothing that's really important.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to say this. It's almost like though
1: Smackdown in the early days.
0: No, but it's like, I guess like, yeah, it's going to, I think it's a dumb tactic because you're trying to get a new TV deal, but invariably there is going to have to be a show that like not every show is going to be the A show and that's fine. Um, It's just sometimes Rampage is such an afterthought dumping ground and I think it's just what they do with it. That's offensive. Um, It's fine that there's a B show or that there's a, you know, there isn't. That's okay. But they need to have uh, stuff on on, on a weekly basis that have stakes. And this is a perfect example, especially if let's say they do do a sweep, put a, put fucking game six on there or something or game five, game five, match five or match six. <laughs> they all of a sudden just pick up circling basketball. Um, but no, like I would put something on Rampage, like you said, just to make it seem like, OK, there's a chance there's something, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and going off of that real quick too, I just think that they need to convert Rampage to. There needs to be a like because of the fact, especially that now TBS is the Dynamite show, make the TNT title the main title of Rampage, and just yeah, only like don't Makes e- almost sense. don't even storylines that occur on Wednesday like have almost none of them tie in on Fridays. Have Friday be its own show where you develop. The the youngsters or something like that. Like a little bit of a brand split, a soft brand do, split. Do you want to set the rosters? Or yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean you can have those guys. Like, you know, I mean, like Ethan Page mm-hmm. can be on both, but he's not necessarily you always know, focused
1: like, on Wednesdays few Yeah,
2: or... yeah. Like it doesn't have to be a hard brand split, but just treat it like something different because it genuinely it feels to me, honestly, I don't really watch it unless um at this point, unless, you know, I I read the uh the write up that you'll usually put together, Chris, and then I kind of gauge if I should watch or or if you have something on there that <laughs> I should like, because I'm ra- I'd rather watch yeah, SmackDown right now. Um, Ooh, and, yeah. Wow, you know, at least it's earlier. Yeah, it's yeah. earlier, and there's at least some compelling stuff that happens every week. And um yeah, it's just it hasn't been intriguing for me. I mean, even the live stuff lately hasn't been that intriguing. So.
0: Yeah, I think too. Like they found out that they get so many viewers on DVR. I remember reading that somewhere, seeing that quoted or attributed to someone. Um, attributed to someone, excuse me. And so, I don't know. Maybe it's just it's not a it's not a good. I mean, it's obviously not a good time slot. No, but just no, it's because not. it's not. It, not it's a in a forgettable time slot, time you know, slot for sure. Though, make it a garbage yeah. dump of like.
2: I hey, put know, it on interesting <laughs> stuff. If you know what, if you're gonna have it at ten o'clock, why not have it at like seven instead? Like, like if you're gonna have it at a at a time that's gonna that that goes to die anyways. Like, I did love having it at four p.m. on that was great Black Friday. That was yeah, great. I yeah.
1: yeah. wasn't doing anything.
2: I did watch that one live. Like that was that was good. Once the USA soccer game was on, I flipped that right on. So oh, that yeah, was God just I kind know. of a, a thought that I had had about uh, everything. With I, I just feel like they should have they should have at least put one of those matches on there.
0: All right, totally unrelated, but I was hoping USA goes not gets nothing but ties and advances. That'd be awesome. <laughs> American exceptionalism. Soccer. <laughs> Middle of the road, but we get to go on and compete. <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay, let's go into what we thought were our moments of the week. Alex, what was yours? Well,
2: uh, funny segue. Uh, rampage this week. Uh, we had... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the one time they do something... This fucking piece of shit show where <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> uh,
2: well, funny enough, because even even my moment of the week, I actually in the in the grand scheme of things don't care about it. But I thought that they pulled it off really well. So we officially saw ten betraying the dark, uh, the dark order, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> basically having a, a negative one, Brodie Lee Jr. Uh, just crying at the top of the at the top of the stage and, <laughs> uh, and 10 just standing over him, ripping his mask off and, and doing a pose with uh Roosh. And I, I thought that they did that excellently. Like that was perfect. I'm so glad that they tied negative one into it because if they didn't, that would be the most zero of turns that I've ever seen in my life. I don't care about 10 turning. I don't care about, Him joining Roosh or anything like that, like there's just nothing about that that's compelling. I think that the Dark Order should have been done sooner than this, anyways. Um, But I think that I think that the way that they did it, they gave me a they gave me a reason to at least potentially care, and so I I will I will call that out. And I think that the fact that they were willing to have Negative One there, uh, you know, and, and Brody's widow was was good with that. Um, that really did tell the story of how, uh, you know, how hard that is for, uh, some people, uh, to see him, him go bad and turn his back on the dark order.
1: Yeah. They weren't so sad when they saw Alan angels leave, but this, the only way this would could be the, <laughs> the only way this could have been better was if he just like, just rubbed off that 10 off his chest, right in front of his face. And then threw down the mask. that perfect little F you to the, the little boy there gave him a cut or two on top of it kicking the nuts
0: no i just love how he just was so crestfallen like it's just such a <laughs> downer of an ending it's a little kid like i love how this kid has been able to like get shit on by qt marshall and uh i think um even dan lambert made fun of him at something at one point like good for yeah. him i'm being in a 12. good sport and taking you know it's just funny that he's uh such a little trooper and just the way he just was just so he actually sad. advances storylines. Yeah. Yeah, I it was it. good. Um it's cheap heat, but it's great heat, you know. Uh like you said, this storyline was who fucking cares? Like what does he get by joining Roosh? Why does Roosh want a guy who doesn't win anything join his little group? But hey, you made a kid sad. You broke his heart, you made negative one into uh That's negative huge. one billion. <laughs> <laughs> oh. i'm surprised they did that was like a jr line
2: <laughs> i wish he would have just grabbed the mic and said santa's not real you know like that would have really called <laughs> it. start
1: start ripping it all off <laughs> uh it was it was
2: a it was a it was a good good pack a good moment it was a great moment for all of it us to good see moment. that yeah yeah I, I think it's just uh a little late uh to kind of do anything but you know what maybe maybe they'll surprise me here um you know I, i'm excited to see that for once a heel actually successfully turned somebody it feels like every single time it's a fake turn i don't i don't think that in, in a week uh preston vance is gonna be putting on the mask again and saying it was just uh no. it, it was all it was all a ruse to roosh you know so can't come back from that
0: ruse. yeah
2: hmm. well wow. that's a that's a t-shirt waiting to happen <laughs>
0: yeah hell yeah
1: I, I love the moment that the house of black came back. That was a wonderful return. Oh, looked, Julia like it Taker. Gonna, looked like it was just going to be a, a Dan housing appearance or something, but we're finally <laughs> not disappointed seeing Julia Hart pop up from that, that black blackness Brody and buddies, uh, Dante's Inferno up on the ramp to that poor little uh, security dude. That was fantastic. Brutal looking, um, it was just awesome to see him back so quickly when it seemed like they were going to be gone for quite a while. And I can't wait to see what they do next with all of this. I loved it. I thought the
2: same thing. I was worried that it was Dan Housen and my immediate reaction was negative on that, uh, especially because we had just talked about it a, a few days before uh, and saying that we don't necessarily want dark uh, Danhausen. So seeing them come and just clean house, uh, kind of agnostic to who it was. They didn't. They weren't just attacking faces or just attacking heels. It was everybody involved. It's funny because every time I hear QT Marshall's voice or hear the Factory's music or anything like that, my instant instinct is to like kind of cringe because I think that they're fucking nerds. But it also usually means that something good is about to happen. Like you're going to see good come out and clean house. You're going to see House of Black come back. Like yeah. you're going to see something happen. Um Him and it's almost like remember when uh Muhammad Hassan, every single time he'd start to do something, you knew like some like legend was about to come back to try to defend America's honor. Right. Like, something similar to that, like where like it's just like you're kind of almost uh conditioned to know that that's some sort of a uh that's some sort of a calling card that somebody's coming out. So they they do a great job of kind of just eating those uh getting, you know, getting the shipyard out of them and, and moving on to the next. So it was, it was perfect. Happy to see them back. Please, please, please give us Malachi versus MJF in the near future. It doesn't, I don't necessarily want oh, it to be shit. the next feud, but oh, God, do I want it?
0: There's a lot of matches those guys can do. Like yeah. Malachi and Kenny Omega, obviously Buddy Murphy and Kenny uh, Omega can go. Cody versus Mojo. Joe. Yeah. yeah. Brody has Brody and Wardlow wrestled yet?
1: No, that's good. Brody and um powerhouse Hobbs, who also had a really,
0: really, really great promo as well this week. That was really good. Yeah, um, his vignette was great. Same with uh Tony Storm, uh, she looked great too by not being all made up and just kind of being down to earth and just looking like a fucking sad sack. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was good. It like I I, I put in my article on wrestlingleaders.com, by the way. But I put in my article that it's great that they show losses and people being sad about the outcome, as opposed to nothing matters and you just fucking move on. And you have a really cool entrance where you're showing it and you're killing it and you're getting it. You're getting it. You're yeah. getting it. Like that's the thing I fucking hate about WWE so much is like there's so much emphasis on an entrance as opposed to like, 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 like the one with the Miz. I think that was one of the most famous examples. Like Shane McMahon like kicked his dad in the dick. And then Miz still had to like twirl and like twist around when he like came out and had his little prancing routine. And it's like your dad's penis is gone. Like Shane McMahon gave him an extra circumcision, and you're dancing around. I don't know. I wish they would not do that.
2: You have great memory, Chris. If you believe that that is not going to be what goes on the Instagram later to promote this week's (laughs) episode, you're dead wrong, my friend. Yeah, sorry.
0: I had my it great choreographer work. moves too going on as well
1: it'll be perfect
0: okay wow so speaking of cringe we're not done yet so uh, I went over my moment of the week that was also the negative one uh, Sean boy what was your
1: cringe my cringe the Ronda Rousey Shanti Blackheart match from uh, Survivor Series war games, just full of moments that made your whole body cringe because someone's probably taking a little potato to the body both of them just aren't the person who you who you really want to be in the ring with. Neither can really carry a match. And for Rhonda, that's kind of disappointing at this point when she's been been there for pretty a good amount of time now and she's been champion and the head of the the roster for quite a while. It she's come in with so much goodwill that like to not really have kind of picked it up yet and been been able to do it on your own, not in a match with Charlotte and or Becky or Sasha Banks, whoever. It's just kind of disappointing because we there was such a good start. She had great matches with uh, Kurt Angle against Triple H and Stephanie, but it just can't translate it just to her doing her own her own thing. And with the division the that they have right now, it's not uh, not really enthralling me to to watch whenever she's on screen.
0: I think they have to do a better job of aging her matches and laying them out differently. Um, she's a better ass. I was gonna say she's a better ass kisser. better ass kicker and if you do a match where it's like female Brock Lesnar that's gonna get over because it's credible because that's who she fucking was like having her do these spots that she obviously doesn't want to take makes her look silly um speaking of which uh Ishii had the best fucking DDT spot I've ever seen with Jericho in that match like that was the opposite of this spot because this is a famously um I think uh gift uh, shot of Rhonda and what's her face doing a Just, terrible uh, DT and then 40 e does the best one ever and that's not getting any traction um, so yeah okay. no I uh, yeah, Sean you're right on point here and I think I'm not the first one that said that but give her fucking ring gear that fits she's always like got you know a little it's not it's too it's, it's not the fitting, too bad it yeah. Yeah, uh, looks like
1: jersey or the jacket or it's way too tight She's she's
2: somebody who did come in like you said Sean with goodwill but over the course of the last few years I think if she would have gone away if she would have not come back essentially I think she would have always had like a pretty positive um kind of connotation to her career here in WWE especially with you know it kind of ending with the whole crowning of um Becky at WrestleMania um but this last go around it just seems like I, I don't even know if she wants to be there at this point. And doesn't feel like it. And you know what it just at that point it's like, then why are you there? Because you don't need the money, at least I don't think. Um and and you know, if, if you aren't gonna if you aren't there to make other people look good and everything like that, then kind of what is the what is the end all goal of this run?
1: And That's a good point.
0: You know, she, she may want to make other people look good. It's just that She's getting put in a position where to yeah, you're not put in a position to succeed. Yeah. Um, and, and the irony of it too, is like she had all this like star power and a lot of what the women's revolution was based on was like, well, women can kick ass now because of her. And so they made some modifications to their division. She comes, they, completely kill her star power then she's told she's not a star anymore like it's just like the shittiest thing like it's like you were a huge mainstream star and you go there and they make you uninteresting and boring and then you fulfill a life stream and have a child and then no you're not a star anymore sorry it's just kind of a backwards like "Eh." you know sometimes I do feel bad (laughs) for conspiracy theorists (laughs) you know speaking of which Uh that's another cringe thing uh-oh. Um supposedly uh Brian Kendrick agent agented the match or produced the match. I saw something about that but didn't read yeah. too much into it.
1: Yeah. Well, eh. Look into yeah. it, man.
0: Yeah, look into what he looks into. Dive, hey. deep.
1: Dive deep.
0: Don't go too far without having a barf bag next to you. Okay. Let's go into another cringe. A barf bag for me. Um Ooh. War games. I wasn't a fan of um hmm. not this not the man men's match because I thought that was a fantastic story. I like what they did with it. I just don't like how it's so corporate and like it's made to be like a fucking Mattel toy. You Some know, like man. the cages doesn't have a top, pinfall rules, that's not submission. There's always weapons in every match, no matter the rhyme or reason for it, there's always kendo sticks and garbage cans always a table spot in every match. There's always like the lineup of the socias and greasers and they go at it at the end. Like that shit is like, there's just so many repetitive spots and I think they also need to cut time in these matches too. There's no reason why it has to start off with five minutes or so. They can just be two minutes like the rumble and just keep things at a faster clip because there's not enough heat to sustain it when everyone has to have a prolonged entrance of them doing their thing when they're wanting to kill someone supposedly.
2: Oh, well, this really deflated me. I thought you hated oh. the men's match, so I was... Oh, no! I was ready to... Oh, no, honey. I was ready to jump on this. Yeah. I thought we were going to have yeah. a fight. I thought we were going to have our first, like, argument
1: on here. Um. Well, I, I, I will say something that I disagree with. The Only in the slightest, I do understand removing the top, because when they did those pano little camera, camera that, shots... That was a great That review. was pretty cool. That's the only credence I'll give to that, but uh, it does... It, it's not very cool that the top's gone. You can just crawl out if you're a chicken. Yeah, you know it's what? just an and excuse after-
0: them to jump off the top. And they have that yeah. whole fucking jump pad on the corner, too, that makes it even more. And they're all ready for it. They're waiting. Yeah, it's just eh, it's just so yeah. much of the same old shit. Like, it's like, yeah, it's dumb. And but there's so much seeing sleeping in this match of like, God, oh, yeah. Both, there's so much napping. And it's like, God damn it. Just put fucking submission holds on each other.
1: Sure. Man, do something yeah.
0: punch just do that but don't just nap and then conveniently like get in a position before roman comes out with it's zero like, selling damn you're it. Ready.
2: yeah but after seeing uh claudio run across the top of the blood and guts cage i am happy for them to not have that opportunity <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, that. I have never had more anxiety we watched <laughs> no insurance we watched shane O'Mac jump off hell in a cell yes. at that uh at the one in Detroit. And that was less nerve wracking for me.
0: Well, you wonder how many of these guys have like a fear of heights.
2: Yeah. Like they made yeah, a joke Jericho. about
0: like our truth is afraid of the ladder, but like, I bet there's a lot of guys that are like, yeah, I'm not going on no ladder. <laughs> Just like, someone's yeah, going to so push me so off. About yeah, it. Yeah. 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 I, I thought, yeah, I,
2: especially the men's match. I, I loved it. I thought, so I, I must've misread your text. Cause I know that you had mentioned it being story driven and everything like that. I loved everything about it. I, cause, cause I thought, There was so much story with it that it was okay that it wasn't like blood and guts, you know, like that it was, it was perfectly fine the way it was. And I love that they had it where, where it feels like every war games I've seen before. And maybe this is just kind of recency bias, but it feels like it's always the heels have the advantage the whole time. So it was nice to see the reverse. It was nice Mm -hmm. to see that the reverse this time where uh, the Brutes had the advantage throughout. Uh, it was great to see kind of Roman directing traffic in terms of who was going next and oh, that everything cool. that like really that. Cool. Um, I, I actually really, really enjoyed the match and thought it delivered. And then obviously the whole thing with it paying off with Sammy at the end, officially being accepted as an oos knowing that in two months that will not be the case most likely. And um, yeah, so I was, I came in here kind of fired up, ready to defend that match. Oof. And um maybe I'll have to edit this. So it looks like Chris didn't like it, you know? Yeah.
0: No, I loved uh, Roman groups. as this mob boss. I mean, I haven't been yes. watching yeah. the product totally. enough to really get a sense of how great he is at this, but he does such a an incredible job because he, what he did in this is he made Sammy turn on his friend to confirm that he's loyal to him, even though he still doesn't <clears throat> trust Sammy and his he's, grimacing at him and still looking at him sideways at the end of the night because he wanted to see Sammy get weakened by hurting someone that's going to help him momentarily like he just moves chess pieces so well and I know Mm -hmm. they're using a lot of like mob imagery with their bloodline and some of the shirts and stuff and it's a genius move like that what probably helps him be over I mean that's a thing that always is popular in popular culture is gangster stuff and mob shit and like that doesn't die out and he's doing such a good job as it and he's so cold and emotionless um that he can really tell a great story and you're like fuck i don't want this guy to lose the goddamn title he's doing a great job
2: yeah yeah well and it's nice that they're doing this The kind of like it is a hundred percent it feels like a a mob type of a thing but they're not doing it with like fucking nuncio and you know like Oh, it, and, it took so you know much I mean? restraint, like, it's not, I'm sure it's, <laughs> not, it's not the FBI. Yeah, it's not the full-blooded Italians. Like they're doing it with a yeah. the Samoan group that is actually all related, and you know, it's in there's like just all this tie into wrestling history and WWE WWF history. Like it's the perfect group to be doing yes. this with, really? and really? I think that that's why it all pays off so well. And and uh, I yeah, I, I enjoy it, and I can't wait to see. Uh, the American nightmare come in and just use America to defeat um, the, the Island of mafia. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Shout out to uh, the, the youngest one. Um, I can't think of his name. Solo, Uh, Solo, Solo, Solo Seeker, whatever. He's awesome. He's got such a cool, he's He's such a badass. The way he just like turned around and like, eyed them up the whole time. Oh, he's, he's awesome.
0: It was all good. Jay was great in this too. Like, he looks His like such a star, it. too. He was awesome. I loved how they let him get the win, too. It was just smart shit. It was a good match. Wasn't a great match, but it was a well-told story. And, you know, I lamented at the start of the show of like, oh, story, story, story. But this was a great story. And it didn't need to pay off. And that's also a risky thing to do, too, for a big show, uh, to have a satisfying ending when there isn't a payoff. And you know it's just moving on to the next thing and you don't feel cheated.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, just my little bonus cringe that I had for this week that I texted you guys about was people calling out that uh, back in ROH days, Steen versus uh, Generico, now Owens versus Sammy. Um, Steen, like in their first ever matchup, he gave a low blow to Sammy and people were saying that Sammy then doing the low blow was an homage to that wasn't even the same shot didn't do it the same way he steam kicked he didn't he like did an uppercut uh i just want to say it's the same thing with movie fans where they want to see every single thing is like an homage to something or a reference or Mm -hmm. sometimes just the same move happens to be used in a wrestling match that was used in a different wrestling match before i just i can't stand people that like it if people if People that were like that, like look for that type of stuff, didn't have wrestling or didn't have movies. They would be conspiracy theorists because they're just always they're those people <laughs> that always have to be looking for a sign. Everything's Camp a Trails sign or fucking everything's
1: connections. Tell me about chemtrails. <laughs> yeah, Camp
0: there'd trail. be a lot more flat earthers. <laughs> there'd
2: be a lot more flat earthers if there wasn't wrestling or movies. Oh god, thank
0: god for wrestling.
2: Thank no, god it's, for just wrestling. A, it's just it's just a shirt. way
0: for people to. um feel like okay i know things the most out of anyone yeah. i've watched i've watched most my whole life and i, I, I I've, I've seen, seen everything dots. it's a it's a confirmation that i get it and that i'm more of a fan of you uh, than yeah you. yeah absolutely the Love one thing i'll fans. also say too speaking of war games that i really liked and it was just bizarre to hear it and maybe michael cole's been doing it more and more but he acknowledged so much history on the show like he acknowledged in the finn balor and uh the AJ South, South, AJ AJ. Match. like all the bullet club shit he acknowledged mm. um in this war games match a lot of the history with dusty and he just brought up a lot of stuff that does normally just never gets mentioned so it was cool to see them celebrate wrestling on a wrestling show uh and it made you feel okay yes it's kind of catering to this crowd of people who are like well i've been watching for 30 fucking years dude and people like me, but um, (laughs) (laughs)
1: but it was nice to
0: have to sprinkle that in because it does give a little bit of meaning to things here and there, and they do a nice job of it.
2: All I'm thinking about right now is like uh, like those fans also being like, oh, yeah, you like Kevin Owens? Well, name your top five favorite low blows he's given.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you go to film school too? Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) You like this? Well, that's where they thought of it in the first place. Like, God. anytime you said you liked even like a band you'd think would be like acceptable, like radio had, like, okay, here's the five bands are fucking ripping off. Like you just always <laughs> heard that shit. God, never go to our, but you can't kids. even
2: name their bassist.
0: Yeah. I bet you didn't know who produced their first single. That wasn't on an album. You sack of shit. Like, okay. Yeah. Sounds,
1: sounds a little personal. You might, it you was, I, I
0: did not fit <laughs> in. It did not fit in. At Fuck all. those kids. Fuck them all. They're probably not
1: doing this with their life. Look at us.
0: They're at um. What the hell is that name of that studio that they shoot everything on for NXT? They're they're probably oh, like, full sale. Yeah, they're probably like fucking administrators at full sale, <laughs> teaching them to not follow the 180 rule and have a lot of cuts all the time. Okay. Let's go into what we're looking forward to. Alex, what are you looking forward to this week in wrestling?
2: Uh, Well, speaking of the signs, we're just segueing into all of my, my stuff. Um, Yeah. So this last week we saw Jade have her uh, little confrontation with Bow Wow happen and they showed it on dynamite. And then I, in that case, right before I, when I saw that that was happening, I, looked up Bow Wow just because I was like, what has he what has he done over the last five years? Like why is he getting involved in AEW? Like the last I knew he was like hosting 106 in Park. And I guess that stopped in like 2015 or 2015. So like that hasn't been going on for a while. And um you know who do you guys I, I know I already told you guys, so I actually should have saved telling you guys this, but uh he he was given the name Bow Wow by none other than uh, Snoop Dogg, who is Sasha Banks's cousin, so Ooh. this week we are going to uh-huh. see Jade have her championship celebration on Dynamite. My thought is there's some uh, continued involvement from Bow Wow here. Um, I can't believe that I'm saying that. I'm, my anticipation is a Jade uh, and Bow Wow confrontation part two. What are we but doing? It's furthering my Sasha theory mm. that this is going to lead to her debut. I am committing <laughs> though as well that if Sasha, if this does not lead to a Sasha debut um, by the end of the year, I would actually even say winter is coming, but I'll just be careful. I'll cover my bases. If it doesn't happen, I will never pitch any sort of Sasha coming to AEW again. I will not bring it up on the podcast because uh, that'll be egg on my face for about the 14th time. But I I am fully believing it right here, right now. You heard it first.
1: Yeah. Talk about conspiracy theorists. Oh, I'd love to see that happen. That's I want to see. Uh, can come
0: out. I want to see fucking Nyla Rose bring out Jayquan. Oh really hell yeah. No, but I loved in that um, in that backstage segment with Jade too. Uh, the way that they just in that great casual cruelty of how they fired Kira Hogan. I'm just like, you're out. Like I just loved how Mark Sterling did it too in just the most heartless, careless, evil <laughs> way. And he's been out of their lives for months. And just to bring him back in the fire someone was brilliant. That like goddamn, yeah. I love when they do there's there's things that they do from a continuity standpoint that yes, we'll kvetch about it being all over the place at times. But man, when they're on point, goddamn it's a good show. And those little moments like that uh, backstage are so much fucking fun. Yeah, yeah. Mark Sterling mm-hmm. is great. He's 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 perfect. really good. He's always delivering. Besides the wrestling stuff, but him as a backstage character is great. Oh yeah, I I miss his old interactions with MJF.
2: Those were oh my, those God. were always great.
0: Oof. And just how everyone hates him too. That's using. That's utilizing his services. Like he's lowly even in their he's eyes. Slimy he's like a, Yeah, he's just like a ne- he's a necessary evil. Snake. Oh, I, I am. Re- I am finishing
2: rewatching Breaking Bad right now, and he is hundred percent Saul Goodman. Like just in terms of his sleaziness and. Mm-hmm. The, but then the fact that nobody really wants to deal with
0: him. <laughs>
1: Yes. All right, Sean Boy, what are you
0: all excited about?
1: I think you and I are excited about the same thing: Brian Danielson versus Dax. That's Dax has been on a tear this year. No way this match is going to be anything less than four stars. Hopefully, it's two of the people who are up for Wrestler of the Year, and I, I mean, maybe the winner comes out the, uh, the the wrestling elitist Wrestler of the Year. It's, yeah, that's music right in our in our ears on our on our TVs, and I can't wait for it.
0: Yeah. I hope they just let the two guys wrestle and there's not a uh, gun club in the crowd. I think when, I think it was punk and Dax wrestling, there was someone in the crowd. It may, may have been gun club or someone were, that was in inter- Yeah. But there was like interview. someone they were shooting in the audience. I just love to see just these two guys wrestle. 30 Have minutes. a great match. I think it's going to be, um. No commercials. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great too. Good God. Um, that would be awesome to see these two wrestle. So it is like a dream match, and I'm excited to see it. Supposedly, Dax had a fantastic match with Speedball over the weekend, too. I oh, haven't had a chance oh. to take a look at clips of that, or if cool. clips of it even exist. But supposedly, that was like a show-stealer match of the year candidate, too. Um, Dax, I don't know. It's going to take a lot of convincing for another wrestler to not be – for or, or, or for any other wrestler to beat him out, excuse me, as Wrestler of the Year. I can't think of anyone who's had a better – year than Dax has
1: just mm-hmm. incredible who's no, he I, mean,
2: I, I was gonna say funny enough it, the fact that you say that is it's probably speedball who comes close but he hasn't had it on as big of a scale yeah you know, he's doing a, he's doing it on impact and on wrestlemania weekend shows versus Dax doing it on on dynamite every week what
1: was that that you said John? uh Chris who is uh Dax wrestling this week Brian Danielson oh, okay that's just want to make sure. We'll have to go back to we'll we'll go back to the tape. Oh, there wasn't. I was just trying to, to bait on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Got me.
0: I'm having pregnancy brain though, so mm. it would I wouldn't be surprised, even I'm it. not, you know, actually pregnant, but Carrion. it's infecting over to me. I'm starting to lose it myself. Second year. Just have a couple of weeks away before my life is completely different.
2: <laughs> you know what's good is you said completely different, and for some reason in my head, I thought you
1: were going to say ruined. So, oh no, no, no! <laughs> it's
0: oh god, that. no! Of course not no. It's funny. Like I'm actually super, super stoked and excited. I uh, haven't I... lost my excitement at all one iota the whole time. Like, we actually just had a family event on yeah. Sunday, and we had little kids there, and I was like just so revved up and like oh, just fucking come out of there. <laughs> I mean, not yet, that'd be really unsafe and dangerous and risky, but you know,
1: let's let time fly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly
2: can't wait for the little guy to get to hang out with his uncles, his, mm-hmm. his elitist uncles and, um, learn some things. or two. Yeah. He's yeah, going to be fun. And, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be great for us to, us to be like, we're going to be able to like, give him like all the sugar and like. Corrupt him, but then just hand him right back
1: to you. All the dairy, deal with, you deal the, with the concept The red All meat, the
0: dairy, yeah.
2: whatever
1: can can fuck up his stomach. Let's Regular beer, cool. steak,
0: nachos, yeah. Non <laughs> non alcoholic beer. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. Well, you'll notice that my output is going to be drastically decreasing on the website at wrestlinglatest.com. So if you like what you see on the website, read the shit out of it, because I'm going to have to uh, take a little bit of a hiatus when it comes to timely updates on the website, when it comes to Rampage and uh, Dynamite reviews, and as well as uh, assorted articles here and there. I had a good clip at one point, but it is going to have to recede as we get closer to the baby's impending birth Um, but if you want to catch up on everything else that we're doing follow us on social media at wrestling elitist podcast we're huge fucking huge on twitter and we're even bigger on instagram
1: we are yeah blowing up
0: yeah it's just it's, it's that dangling it's that it's that girthy uh, our massive following right now and it's only going to get bigger if you subscribe and share with your friends in the wrestling community because we don't got a budget we just got big dick energy that's all we got you know <laughs> that's got, all we have yeah, we've got a can-do attitude <laughs> yeah we just got it we got smiles on our faces and big dick energy and that's all you can have you know <laughs> so now that we're officially derailing we're gonna let Recruit kick us out and say goodbye
1: hit the music